Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OK Yup. It's been a minute. We are now on the season three, I guess, opening episode of these. I don't know what you'd call them. But um, like I said in my most previous podcast, I took a break because of finals and it was the end of my semester and I just kind of wanted to enjoy it and focus on school, focus on friends, everything I had going on which was a good decision. Plus it gave me some time to brainstorm more and get re-inspired. So I'm glad that I did take that break. Um, I'm home now from school. I'll be, I have a busy summer and I'm looking forward to it. And today so far, it's the morning. Usually I record these at night, but I'm like, you know what? Let's get after it. And I don't really have much else going on. So thought I'd record this one bright and early. It's literally 11.43 in the morning, so it's really not bright and early. But um, so far, I've woken up and made some breakfast, a little smoothie bowl, and um, went for a walk because I was going to run. However, it's drizzling, and I want to see if it will stop by this afternoon. So usually, I'm kind of like a grandmother in this way, and I always go for a walk. And, um, but usually I go for a run in the morning and a walk in the afternoon, but I flipped them today. So I'm getting crazy here. Last night I had, I had one of those inception dreams where you keep having the same dream over and over and over again. And I think it's because I was in bed and I couldn't fall asleep. So what did I do? I went and had a snack and I ate pretzels and hummus. And I think that when you eat right before you go to bed, you, um, have crazy dreams or just really vivid dreams. And that's what happened to me. So (laughs) that's kind of uh, quirky. Um, But I'm really excited to get back into it. It's been a really good year so far for me. And it's been a really enlightening year. And I think it's been like 2021 so far. And just this past year in general has been a great year growth. And I know I've talked about that a billion times on here. That's kind of the main topic that I talk about. Um, But I am excited to be back. It's also weird just to not have anything to do. Like, I am so used to being at school and waking up and going to class and going to practice and seeing friends, doing homework. Like, it's always go, go, go. And now that I'm just like home and not many people are home yet because my classes or my school ended pretty early um compared to other schools I'm just like waiting and trying to fill my day because I like always have to stay busy but I'm trying to just embrace it because at some point I'm not gonna have this free time so this week has also been awful weather and so that's been kind of a downer because I'm like wanting to get ready for summer and I'm wanting to get like super hyped for the next coming months, but I can't because it's rainy and 40 degrees. But you know, I'll live. It's it's gonna be okay. I thought um, something new that I'll be adding this season is instead of just opening these with a positive thing that happened to me that day or a victory I've had, to also share what national day it is. So sometimes it's National Leg Donut Day or National French Friday. And obviously, it's going to be different for everyone because you don't all listen on the day it comes out. But on the day that this comes out, 
um, which is May 6th, there's a big list of them. So it's National No Diet Day, National Beverage Day, National Day of Prayer, National Nurses Day, National Tourist Appreciation Day, and World Password Day. So give yourself a round of applause if you celebrate any of those. Um, I'm kind of upset because the day, what it is today, is National Hoagie Day. And I just think that's that's kind of fun. <laughs> um, but the day that this comes out, or intended to come out, that's the list I just read to you. But an, a mini victory I've had today. <sighs> I went for a walk, like I said. It's, it's still early. Not much has happened. And like I said, it's been kind of very neutral, but all the same, very relaxing. So, I, you know what? I'm going to say it was nice to go for a walk, listen to some different podcasts, kind of just get my mind ready for the day. And that is something that I do love doing on these walks is just like putting AirPods in and listening to um, different podcasts and just kind of like focusing in on myself, focusing in on whatever I'm listening to. And it's really, it's, it's a good escape for me and it's a good way to get, either get myself ready for the day if I go for a walk early in the morning or um, kind of regroup if I go for a walk in the afternoon or in the evening. Um, but yeah, sorry, this has been a very long intro, but I'm just very excited to um, get back into it. But today we are going to be diving into fear of missing out otherwise known as FOMO. And this is something that, especially last year, really affected me. And I know I've talked about this on different podcasts before, but I really want to dive into it and um, talk about it because I know that it can affect a lot of people and it's can be really frustrating because if you don't want to, and I'll get into it more, but if you don't want to um, hang out with people, but you feel inclined to, or you don't want to miss out on something, it can be really exhausting. And I kind of want to talk about how this past year I was able to kind of let go of most of my FOMO and how I was able to do that. But then also it, how it does, it does still come back, but definitely not to the same scope that it did last year. So we're going to dive into that today. Let's get into it. Okay, so in high school, I never really experienced FOMO. I was kind of, because in high school, you all are at school together, and then sometimes you'll hang out after school, but especially on, like, weekdays, like, you, like, for me, I would go to school, I'd go to practice, I'd go to rehearsal, and then I'd go home, and I'd do homework and go to bed, so it was very, it was very structured days, and I saw my friends at each one of these, um, like, sections of my day. Of course, I saw my friends at school and I saw my friends who I did that sport with at practice and a majority of my friends did theater and I saw them at rehearsal. So either way, I always saw them. So I didn't feel like I was really missing out on anything. And at like on the weekends, I would have either like a race or a, like a meet, whatever I had that was centered around sports. And on Sunday, I'd have rehearsal. So basically my whole week was constantly going with um, seeing people all the time. So when I had my own downtime, I was very grateful for that. And I was, and I knew that 
nothing was going to change and me not seeing people wasn't really affecting anything. And if there was a social event outside of these, um, like the three things that I went to, uh, school, theater, and sports, then I'd go to it and it would be fun. But if I knew people were hanging out, I wouldn't get too upset because I really valued my downtime and I really valued like having time to myself and having time to have a relaxing and chill day. But when I got to college freshman year, I think I was so focused on making friends and holding on to those friends. And freshman year can be really scary because you don't, it almost feels like there's this crunch time and there's this, and you have to make friends in two or three weeks. And then those are your friends for life. And there's a lot of pressure on that. And there's a lot of pressure to go to everything, which you should, you should try to take every opportunity you can. And, but also it's okay to say no and it's okay to focus on yourself, which is something I didn't really do freshman year. And freshman year, I was constantly going, going, going. I was never in my room. I was constantly saying yes to everything and going to every social event, even if I didn't want to, if if I wasn't in the mood, if I was tired, whatever it might be. And it got down to literally being a Tuesday night and people would want to go shopping and I'd have an assignment or if I had homework and I would have this big internal conflict and this big moral dilemma because I didn't want to miss whatever was happening but I had an assignment to do or I straight up straight up didn't want to go and it was so hard for me to say no or not go to those little things that just happened on weeknights and it's a little more like as an outsider it's a little more understandable when you get stressed out if you can't go to something on the weekend or you can't go out or you can't like do something with your friends socially on the weekends. But when it gets down to the weekdays and that was still consuming me, it was so exhausting. And my fear of missing out was taking over because I was nervous if I didn't go to every single event or every single little outing or even go to dinner with my friends at the dining hall, I would lose them. And I would and like things would change if I didn't go to them. And it got exhausting after a while as it, as you can imagine, people who experience fear of missing out, which is all of us, we've all experienced this at some point in our lives and it's different for every person and it's comes in waves. And freshman year was definitely my biggest um, fear of missing out experience because I was so focused on not wanting any to lose any of my friends because I didn't go to a thrift store on a Tuesday night. But looking back, it's like, obviously I wasn't going to lose my friends if I didn't go to one little outing that took an hour or two. But in the moment, you're just so hyper-focused on not losing anyone and not you don't want to miss out on if a inside joke happens or if something funny happens or if people post about something. It's it can be consuming, but at the same time, it's impossible to be present at every single event. And that's something I really had to learn um, after freshman year. And honestly, I think that quarantine helped with that. And I think that it helped me get a better grasp on my fear of missing out and um, better cope with it. So like I said, freshman year, I was constantly running myself rapid because I just 
wanted to be at every single thing and I was wearing myself down and I was getting no sleep and I was getting, I was having no me time. And I, it was very rare that I would just be in my room and watch Netflix or watch YouTube or whatever it might be. It was very rare because I was constantly needing to be around people and I was constantly needing to be um, going to every single social thing that there was because I wanted to make sure that I was always a part of what was happening. But I think when COVID first hit and we had to go home, it put things in perspective for me and I had to be alone and I had to have time for myself. But at the same time, I knew everybody else was having time to themselves and everybody else was alone. Not that that was, it's, it was hard to handle and it was hard to know that everyone was alone. But at the same time, it made me be more okay with it. And it made me realize that it's okay to be alone. I think especially when you know that everybody else is in the same boat, it's easier to do that. So I think it was a good transition. Um, 2020 was a good transition to 2021 to help me kind of overcome the majority of my FOMO. And everybody regroups in different ways. Some people recharge by being around people. Some people recharge with be- by being around just themselves or just a small group of people or taking a nap, watching Netflix, going for a run, doing yoga, whatever it might be, everyone recharges differently. And I think that that's something I also had to learn being in quarantine because I was constantly trying new things and I was constantly like doing different hobbies and taking time to myself and really learning more about myself and doing some more self-discovery, which I didn't have the opportunity to do freshman year. And once I got a better hold on acceptance of being alone and acceptance of it's okay if I'm alone and I'm not going to miss out on anything, then I was able to really enjoy my time with people more. Because when you're constantly going back to back to back, always hanging out with people and always, and it's okay, it's totally okay if you want to hang out with people back to back to back. Like some people, that's how they, that's how they, like I said, that's how they recharge and that's what they want to do. But for me, it was more of an inclination and I just wanted to do it so I wouldn't be left out and I wouldn't um, be like, I wouldn't be missing out on anything. There's no possibility of me missing out on anything. I was getting exhausted and I was having no time to recharge, which I personally recharged by being with myself or being with like one or two other people. And I need that time in a day. And I was able to really discover that, um, in 2020 being, um, on, or being in quarantine. And so, like I've mentioned, my school, we, majority of us couldn't go back to live on campus in the fall. And so that was another opportunity. It didn't seem like an opportunity at the time. It was, it was very isolating, but that was another opportunity for me to kind of get a better hold on fear of missing out. Because now I was seeing every other school go back and have fun when I was in my house with my parents, which I never thought would happen as a sophomore in college. But then when I went back to school in January, when we were actually able to move onto campus, I realized that I need time to myself. And it was really refreshing to, we all lived in singles. That's the way my um, school 
took an approach to COVID, which was, it was very, it was actually like luxury living because one other time is everybody going to be in a single and I'll be in the same boat. So it was nice to be in my room alone and regroup and be on my computer and be on my phone or take a nap, whatever it might be. And I didn't, and all of a sudden I realized that I didn't have fear of missing out to the extent that I did last year. I've actually talked to my therapist a lot about um, my fear of missing out and how it's like frustrating because I, I, the logical side of my brain knows that like, well, yeah, I'm not going to miss, like, I'm not going to lose my friends if I don't go to one outing. And, but the emotional side of me is like, yes, you will. Yes, you're going to miss out on everything, which I'm sure a lot of you have experienced because it can be hard as a high school or college age um, person because you're constantly wanting to fit in. You're constantly wanting to like be around your friends and do fun things and be in your prime. So it's almost like the social pressure of always having to be around people, but also it's totally okay. And it's needed to take time to yourself if that's how you recharge. Because if you don't recharge the way that you do, then you're going to run yourself exhausted. And then you're not going to value the time with people as you would if you do recharge because then it's all going to blend and you're going to be, like I said, exhausted and it's going to all mesh together. A couple tactics that I use to overcome FOMO when it hits me right in the moment. Um, first, I ask myself, will this matter in two or three days? Like in 72 hours, will this matter? And usually the answer is no. Say people are going out to get ice cream and I can't go. If it's not going to matter in three days, then it's probably, I'm probably not missing out on too much. And then another thing that I kind of tell myself to help overcome FOMO is what is the evidence to back this up? Has there been any evidence in my past of me like getting hurt because I can't go to a certain social outing? And the answer is no. I've never been, there's never been a time where I've lost all my friends because I haven't gone to Chipotle on a Monday night. Like there's, that's just never happened. And like I mentioned earlier, I can be an emotional thinker sometimes. And the emotional side of my brain is like, this is all going to go downhill. You're going to lose everyone if you don't go to this, like if you don't go to this one thing, but also it's, that's never happened before. So why should I believe that it's going to happen now? And why should I believe that it's going to happen? It's going to happen in the future, you know? Something I've also noticed about myself is because I have struggled with fear of missing out before, I assume everyone has. So whenever, like, I usually downplay everything that I do because I'm nervous that other people are going to have fear of missing out for what I'm doing. And that's just something I've been, and it's not necessarily good. It's not necessarily bad. It's just something I've been noticing about myself. And sometimes people with heightened anxiety tend to do that because they're looking at the world through their eyes, which I constantly do. And I'm constantly thinking that everybody's anxious and that everybody's has fear of missing out and everybody's fearing of losing me as a friend, but probably no one cares. (laughs) 
like probably no one is really thinking too deep into it. But that's something I also stress about is the reverse side of things. So I usually downplay things and I usually like don't kind of like get too hyped about a lot of the things I go to if not everyone can be included because <laughs> I'm nervous that other everybody else is thinking the same way that I have in the past. Um, but literally no one cares because <laughs> they're all living their own lives. So I think like talking from a, like talking to freshmen in college, yes, definitely take every single opportunity and because you're only there for a short amount of time, but also give yourself some grace and give yourself some leeway because you're allowed to also take time for yourself and say no to some things if you're not feeling up for it, if you're not feeling totally enthused about it, or if you're just tired and exhausted and you want to stay back, like that's totally okay too. And chances are you're not going to miss out on anything too exciting because probably the next week or even the next day, there's going to be something that you can go to that someone else can't. It's always this constant ebb and flow of who can go to what and who can't. And everybody's going to be in one spot in one way or another. Some people are going to be able to go to every event or some, sorry, some people are going to be go to, so, whoa, hi. Some people are going to be able to go to some events while some people aren't. And that's going to switch for every single outing. So everyone's going to be in the same boat at some point. So it's impossible that you're going to lose your friends from saying no to going out with them or hanging out. Like I mentioned earlier, I do have way better um, grasp on my FOMO than I did like a year and a half ago. But it it does still sometimes come up because I'm human, and as humans, we have fear of missing out because we want to we want to be a part of the main picture, and we don't want to lose anyone. Like that's just how we function as humans, and so I am not perfect in any way, shape, or form. And I think, especially now being home, I do struggle. I have struggled with it more now than I have in the past couple months, just because it can be really isolating when no one's home yet or when um, you're away from your friends. But also, I just keep telling myself, this isn't permanent. People are going to come home. I'm going to see my school friends again. Like, whatever the situation is, this isn't permanent. And I'm, this isn't gonna, this feeling isn't gonna last forever. And while I am alone, I just kind of got to embrace being alone. I have to embrace going on runs alone, going on walks alone, um, having a date with myself. Like, like you're allowed to enjoy time with yourself. And I encourage you all to have a date with yourself and um, value your own company because it can be hard. And I totally understand that. And I totally get that because I've been in that same boat and I still am sometimes. But once you appreciate your own company, then you're almost able to appreciate other people's company more. I'm no expert on anything and I don't know what I'm talking about all the time, but <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was really funny. Um, but if 
you want to kind of stray away from fear of missing out. It does take time. And for me, it took a little while. But just accept being with yourself and enjoy your own company and really ask yourself, will this matter in a couple of days? And also ask yourself, is there evidence to back it up? Because I feel like those were the most helpful things to me, to me, to me. So if it doesn't work for you, I totally understand. And take everything I say with a grain of salt because I'm not a master at any of this. But these are just from what I have gained. These are lessons that I've gained and um, I was able to overcome. So if it worked for me, maybe it can work for you. But it's hard and FOMO can suck sometimes. But I believe in all of you and I'm rooting for you all. Like I like to say. I'm trying to debate now whether I run. Because it's like sprinkling and I don't want to go running. But I also don't want to push it off. And I'm getting hungry. Sorry. I'm... I go through this hangry stage, but it's not like hungry, angry. It's like hungry, lethargic. Um, and I get really like, not mopey, but like tired. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I hope you're all having a good day. And I hope that maybe I was able to share some insight for some of you. Fear of missing out can really take over, but not if you don't let it. And not if you validate yourself because you're worth it. And just because you don't go to everything doesn't mean you're going to lose your friends or that you're going to miss out on the biggest event of your life. You're worth it. And remember, just validate yourself because everybody goes through this at some point and you are a rock star. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this first episode of season three. I can't believe I've been doing this since September October it's been it's been a minute and I'm very happy to be back and recording again please email the uh, podcast email if you have any ideas questions concerns comments just want to say hey you want to chat feel free to do that that's you can email um okayyuppodcast at gmail.com that's okayyuppodcast at gmail.com and I'm trying to think if there's anything else I'm going to continue to do Thursdays. That's really it. (laughs) But I hope you all are having a great day and you're having a great rest of your semester if you're in college or high school or you're just crushing life if you're not. So I'm rooting for you all and have a fantastic rest of your day. Join me next time on OK Up. (laughs) 